Well, good morning. It's Friday, December th- uh, 3rd, 2021. Friday, December 3rd, 2021. Uh, this is my 400th episode, if you can believe it. 400 episodes, Monday through Friday, nonstop for like a year and a half. It's been something. Um, uh, and don't forget, today is Friday. Don't forget Friday's flaming uh, bag of crap. Uh, that's when uh, I left on your doorstep. That's when um, politicians do something Friday night or Saturday in the hopes that it'll disappear in the 24-hour news cycle. Uh, so watch for it. Biden might nominate someone. Who knows what'll happen? PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me and tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast. I'll show up right at the top search. I'm so appreciative of you of you coming every day. It's very nice of you. Really nice of you. Uh, if you can bring someone uh, with you today or maybe this weekend, tomorrow, whenever, you know, this is a good time. It's a holiday. You see your family. You want to piss them off. Tell them to listen to me. Uh, tweet to me questions or insights or fights at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Or maybe you want to school me on something or tell me about a story. Eh, I'll look at it. I'm always interested in new stuff. Both chambers of Congress yesterday passed a band-aid of a measure that will fund federal agencies until mid-February, sending the legislation to Biden's desk and avoiding a holiday season uh, partial government shutdown. Uh, The measure passed the Senate 69 to 28 with substantial GOP support. Uh, But in all honesty, 28 Republicans? That's a lot of not supporting, you know. Uh, House, uh, uh, hours after passing uh, uh, the House, uh, 221 to 212, it passed the Senate. And 221 to 212, 212 Republicans. That's horrible. Only one Republican voted for it. Congressman Adam Kinzinger provided the sole Republican vote for the bill in the House. Now, of course, he's the one that uh, he's losing his congressional district. So since he can't get elected anyway, he doesn't care. He just wants to do the right thing. It's the Republicans that are uh, going for re-election that aren't willing to do the right thing. They want that almighty Republican dollar. Uh, The bill known as a short-term continuing resolution extends federal funding at current levels through February 18th, but provides... Uh, an additional $7 billion across four agencies to assist with relocation efforts of the Afghan refugees, which is still ongoing. Some Republicans tried to uh, object to the short-term funding measure over the Biden administration's COVID-19 vaccine requirement, and a Senate vote over an amendment to get rid of the requirement failed. Uh, An earlier short-term fix uh, approved by Congress in late September had extended the federal funding through today. But, well, when I say through today, I meant until the end of business today, which it would have meant that, of course, Monday, people would have been out of work if this did not get passed. Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. Uh, You and I talked about uh, Trump's frivolous lawsuits several times uh, on the elections uh, earlier this uh, week. We talked about it uh, when I alluded to Sidney Powell. I I couldn't think of her name at the time. Uh, she's the uh, right-wing attorney that that's just so crazy that even the Trump administration uh, uh, disavowed their connection to her. 
A group of lawyers aligned with uh, Trump, including Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood, were ordered yesterday by a federal judge to collectively pay more than $175,000 in sanctions-related fees stemming from a bogus election fraud lawsuit they filed last year. U.S. District Judge Linda Parker ordered that the lawyers pay uh, $21,964.75 in attorney's fees for the Michigan state officials that they sued in the lawsuit. She also ordered that they uh, that the lawyers pay $153,285.62 in attorney's fees for the city of Detroit, which was also a defendant in the election reversal lawsuit filed last year. Parker is giving the Trump-aligned attorneys 30 days to pay the fees. Uh, the order will uh, be put on hold. However, the attorneys appeal her underlying decision from August ordering the sanctions. Uh, they can afford it. These attorneys have a lot of money. They, they collected a lot of money from crazy right-wingers that, that thought that the election was fake. Uh, in the opinion, <clears throat> we talked about in August, announcing that she'd uh, be ordering sanctions, Parker said the lawyers had engaged in litigation practices that were abusive and in turn sanctionable. The judge wrote in the August opinion, sanctions are required to deter the filing of future frivolous lawsuits designed primarily to spread the narrative that our election processes are rigged and our democratic institutions cannot be trusted. Good on you. Uh, Moving on, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. You just love him, don't you? Uh, He wants to reestablish a civilian military force that he, not the Pentagon, would control. Now, it's not unheard of. uh, They had one in World War War II, I think. Um, Anyway, with growing tensions between the GOP states and the Biden administration over the National Guard, DeSantis also said this unit called the Florida State Guard would would be not encumbered by the federal government. He said this force would give him the flexibility and the ability needed to respond to events in our in our state in the most effective way possible. Uh, DeSantis is proposing bringing it back with a volunteer force of 200 civilians, and he is seeking $3.5 million from the state legislature and startup costs to train and equip them. Now, okay, there's a problem with a volunteer force. Usually a volunteer force, if they're willing to volunteer their time, they're lunatics. That's the problem with this. It would be better if he was paying them. Uh, Let's look to the future and armed militants in black neighborhoods watching over voter polls. Protesters being shot in the street for rising up against a governor that sees himself as a dictator. If you remember, DeSantis swiftly deployed the Florida National Guard to major cities after protests and violence broke out in response to the murder of George Floyd in Minnesota. Uh, It's not bad to have a state guard. It just depends on who is in charge. Uh, States have the power to create defense force uh, separate from the National Guard, though not all of them use it. If Florida moves ahead with DeSantis's uh, plan to reestablish the civilian force, it would become the 23rd active uh, state uh, guard in the country, joining California, Texas, and New York. Uh, And 
well, 20 others. Uh, these guards are little-known auxiliary forces with origins dating back to the advent of state militias in the 18th century, usually based on racist reasons that they were established to stop them slaves from getting out of hand, you know? Uh, while states and the uh, Department of Defense share control of the National Guard, state guards are solely in the power of the governor. And would you really trust Governor DeSantis? Come on. Moving on. Uh, who says bipartisanship is dead? I, I do. Uh, if it has anything to do with something important that needs to be done that Republicans refuse to do. Uh, but things that are uh, uh, changing anyway, uh, things that are evolving in, in our lives, it doesn't take too long for both sides to agree. <clears throat> Marijuana is one of them. Representative Dave Joyce, Republican in Ohio, and AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC rocks. They teamed up to introduce the, spell it out, Harnessing opportunities by pursuing expungement, the HOPE Act. If passed, the measure would create a new federal initiative, the State Expungement Opportunity Grant Program, which is CIAGDP. Yeah, that's not a good word. They should have changed that one. Uh, through which the U.S. Attorney General could dispense funds to state and local governments to reduce the financial and administrative burden of expunging convictions for cannabis offenses. You know, I'd like to be able to expunge other uh, uh, offenses. Anyway, uh, AOC said in a statement that as we continue to advocate for the decriminalization and legalization of marijuana, this bipartisan bill will provide localities the resources they need to expunge drug charges that continue to hold back Americans, disproportionately people of color from employment, housing, and other opportunity. Of course, Republicans will fight against this. Many of them will fight against this. Uh, state expungement opportunity grant program funding could be used for technology to provide cost-effective legal relief at scale, automation of the process of expunging convictions for cannabis offenses, clinics, including legal clinics, that assist individuals through the expungement process, implementation of notification process for those whose records are expunged, sealing records of conviction for cannabis offenses, if appropriate, and other innovative partnerships to provide a, well, a wide-scale relief for individuals who are eligible for the expungement of a conviction for a cannabis offense. Uh, Justin Strekel, we've talked about him before, uh, political director for National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws, you know it as normal. Uh, he said, this bipartisan effort represents the growing consensus to reform mar marijuana policies in a manner that addresses the harms inflicted, inflicted by prohibition. There is no justification for continuing to prevent tens of millions of Americans from fully participating in their community and workforce simply because they bear the burden of a past marijuana conviction. Of course, uh, if it's a Vi uh, if if there was violence involved with the marijuana conviction, uh, that's separate. That's that's that wouldn't be included in something like this. Moving on, Russia continues to try to change the conversation 
from their stupid decision to explode their own satellite in orbit. Remember, we talked about that. Ahead uh, of right, and, and they just tried to do, they just tried tried to change the uh, the story again recently this week, right? They keep trying to do it because they knew they know they screwed up. Uh, head of Russia's space agency, Roscosmos, Dmitry Rogozin, said today the International Space Station had to adjust its orbit to avoid collision with a piece of debris from a U.S. rocket. Rogozin said five minutes ago the ISS avoided a con- conjunction with the U.S. space debris, the Pegasus carrier rocket remnants. Uh, Rogozin had said earlier on Friday that the maneuver to avoid the piece of debris from a U.S. rocket launched in 1994 was planned for 10.58 Moscow time. Uh, the orbit had to be adjusted by the thrusters of the Prog- Progress MS-18 freighter, space freighter, which is docked at the station. Uh, the station makes adjustments all the time to avoid space debris. That doesn't make it okay to add more debris in orbit, bringing us closer to the Kessler Syndrome. Go, go Google it, Kessler Syndrome. Uh, it's what's going to destroy this world because we won't be able to get off it. Uh, moving on. <clears throat> a win. Uh, moving on to a win for the environment. Uh, the U.S. Uh, excuse me, not the U.S. The Constitutional Court of Ecuador determined mining in a protected forest violates the rights of nature established by their constitution. This is a recent establishment. In a statement, the court said it was emphatic in declaring that the rights of nature, like all the rights in the Ecuadorian constitution, have full normative force and do not constitute only ideals or rhetorical statements, but legal mandates. The legal battle centered centered, uh, uh, on the biodiverse, rich Los Cedros protected forests and mining authorizations Ecuador granted covering approximately two-thirds of the forest. Uh, To fight the project, the neighboring community of Santa Ana de Cotachis, bid backed by international scientists and and, uh, conversation groups, cited their legal authority to protect the forest, arguing the extraction ran afoul of the country's landmark move in 2008 to enshrine the constitutional rights of nature, or as they call it, Pachamama, Pachamama, is that it? And the right of communities to prior consultation. Uh, The Constitution Court states that no activity that threatens the rights of nature can be developed within the ecosystems of Los Cedros protected forests, including mining and any other extractive activity. This is not just an important decision for Ecuador. This is a precedent-making decision in that other countries will look at their constitution and the resulting decision decisions based on it. It's not a constitutional amendment. Fascist America, fascist United States would allow, but maybe if we all pushed for it, where we say that nature has a right to be defended. Ecuador has changed a lot in the last few decades. If you remember, we talked about Ecuador this week uh, with Chevron, owing them nearly $10 billion for what they did, for the destruction that they caused. Moving on. Now more news from our robot overlords. Future robot overlords. 
During a meeting in Geneva, State Department official Josh Dorison uh, said the U.S. prefers the development of a non-binding code of conduct on lethal autonomous weapon systems or laws, lethal autonomous, autonomous weapon systems, which have already been used in conf conflicts to track and kill uh, without a human operator. And we talked about that, too. Well, while dozens of countries, mostly uh, uh, most recently New Zealand, have expressed support for a global ban on the use of autonomous weapons systems, the U.S. has been a major obstacle for progress for years. Uh, yesterday, Dorson reiterated U.S. opposition to prohibiting killer robots through a legally binding instrument. We just talked about this, was it this week? The U.S. has already used autonomous drones to recognize and kill someone. I mean, we talked about it last week, I don't remember. Uh, the Biden administration yesterday rejected demands for a binding international agreement banning or tightly regulating the use of autonomous weapons that, I guess, digitize dehumanization. Right? I mean, if you're sitting, if you if if you're sitting in an office somewhere and you press a button and you say, "Okay, go look for this guy and kill him," and the drone takes off and and goes and and it kills a guy, it's that easy, and that's scary. Ah, uh, yes, our robot robot overlords will know how to deal with us, won't they? Uh, Star Trek talked about that. V'ger? <laughs> uh, or no, no, no. Uh, what was the the original series? The the uh, the satellite that they came across that was sent out to sterilize imperfections. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. Friday, December third, uh, two thousand twenty-one. Friday, December 3rd, 2021. How'd I do? Not too bad. Under 19 minutes. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Man, do I appreciate you coming every day. It's so nice of you. Uh, bring someone with you tomorrow if you can and tweet to me. Questions, insights, or fights at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember... Right. Always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. Hey, have a great weekend. Go out, do something, get some exercise, have some fun, I, and and tell your friends. Say, hey, check out this podcast. This guy is really annoying, but and you're probably going to hate him. Uh, I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles. <laughs>